G'day, welcome to For the Love of Brick. I'm Greg McDonald, and I love Lego. And if you're listening to this, you probably love Lego as well. In this podcast, I'll be interviewing people from all over the world about their love of Lego and the unique ways in which it features in their lives. So sit back and enjoy For the Love of Brick. Today, I'll be interviewing Dan Sharples, the creator of Brick Bracket, a customized engineered cradle to display your Lego on your walls. First things first, what do you love about Lego? You know what, what I love about Lego more now when I'm an adult is when I actually build Lego, it's one of the times that I can kind of relax. As silly as it sounds, it's kind of like meditation. You know, you're following the instructions, you're thinking, but in some way as well, your mind's in neutral. And it's in one of the few times I can actually be calm and do something. And then being worked in like product design previously as well, I just, I love all the detail. And I can really appreciate all the work that goes into creating something like that. And uh, I think they're fantastic little works of sculpture. Yeah. Well, yeah, they've come a long way since when we were kids. Like, I remember it was just blocky. It was very blocky back in the day. Oh, it was. But I remember, like, one of my first Technic sets, and it had, like, a dual steering system. And and looking at that, and, like, the first differential I ever saw was in a Lego set. And those principles were the same. And some of those engineering principles I learned then, like, it followed me through my life. And, uh, you know, Lego's just been great like that. Yeah. What is your fondest memory of Lego? You know, we all have that one thing where we're like, oh, that is, you know, that's where Lego really came alive for me. Yeah. Um, oh, look, I, I used to love Lego. Like, my entire memory with Lego is, is for me, it's almost like a peaceful time. Yep. So when I play with Lego, it's one of the times, like, your mind's engaged, you're doing something, but you're not actively, like, I don't have to be actively thinking at the same time. Like, I'm not creating. I'm just following instructions and doing. Yes. And I find it, I've always found Lego really peaceful to play with and really enjoyed it. Yep. And one of the things I could actually concentrate and do for long periods of time, which is very much unlike me. I jump all over the place. And so I've always loved Lego. And I used to have this castle Lego sets. Yeah. And Pirates castles. Lego. And one memory in particular, just like, I'll never forget it. You know, I was playing with my castle Lego set a week before my first holiday back to England to see my family because my family all immigrated out here from England. Yep. And within seven days of playing that Lego set of a castle with a dungeon, I'm in a castle with a dungeon. (laughs) And it blew my mind. Like my world went from being, you know, this sleepy little town that Hillsville was when I grew up in it to them being like, these are actually roads that Romans built and these are real castles. And that armor over there, that's real knight armor. So all of a sudden, this thing which I went from playing, which I thought was like fairy tales, like at the time, it has as much like material reality to it as unicorns. Yeah. And Lego was all of a sudden real. And then from there, it kind of grew. Like I, I started growing this real appreciation for mechanical things. And actually, when we're in England, we got these fantastic stores called Argos. And Argos sells Lego really cheap. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like a warehouse, but with a front counter, you order it from a catalog, you don't go in the warehouse, they go grab it, bring it to you. Oh, okay, yep. Right? Um, it's probably a website now. Back then it was a catalog. <laughs> it's still a catalog. Yeah. And I, so when we were there, like, I was able to get some Lego and um, it was my first Technic sets. And I remember playing with that and you're like playing with it, you're like, Dad, how come I'm going to spin this wheel? This one's not spinning. It goes, oh, it's a differential. It works like this. Yeah. 
And there's been so many lessons like that, which then have actually come back to me later in life as well. And like the first time I played with pneumatics. Yep. It was a Lego set. It was a blue truck. I, I don't know the set numbers. I'm really bad with oh, that no, kind of stuff. I'm and I apologize to everyone. I'm terrible. Um, yeah, it was like a, a blue pickup truck and it had a pneumatic system. And that was just fantastic. And then my world absolutely changed when I got Mindstorms. And you're into then programming, you click and dropping all the different commands and following black lines around the house. My poor father, he never had black electrical tape because it was just making lines all the way through the house, <laughs> you know, um, creating all sorts of things. Like I made a device once to bring junk food to me because, you know, needs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is it? Invention comes from laziness or something. That's <laughs> something along those lines. But it's like, you know, half of my best ideas have been like, how can I make that easier? Yeah. And it's like, bang, there you go. Like yeah. the TV remote. That was created because someone's like, I do not want to get up. Yeah. Well, my sisters had me convinced that I was created because we didn't have a TV remote. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. um, yeah, no, look, the, the Lego set. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had so much fun and like rotation sensors and lights and you got all the packs like with a remote control that look like a TV remote. Yeah. For people who are old like me and <laughs> remember. Yeah. You know, and it was just it was just fantastic. And um, unfortunately, then came the, the dark years as life got a bit too busy. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> When we actually got money to be able to afford Lego, but then we're like, "What's like, no, girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Was- um, that's what I love about Lego is the fact that, you know, it teaches you about mechanics. Like, you know, about engineering, about how to build things, how to, how to gear things up, gear them down. Like, Technic has just blown my mind. Like, you know, with the amount of things you can do. The one thing I've come to really appreciate from Lego is that often when we try to approach things, there's too many options. Yeah. Lego limits those options, which then makes it easy to create something. Yeah. Like if I gave you an open slate and said, right, create this, that becomes really hard. Yeah. But if I said to you, you got these limited parts, now make this, all of a sudden you've got a framework to make it within. And I've just absolutely loved, like I'm, I'm not on the creative side, like the like the, the making people people make their own mocks and that kind of stuff. Like I look at that and I'm like, wow, <laughs> right? Like that that's amazing. Like yeah. how did someone get that from their head down to that and then keep everything the same scale and everything? Like yeah. I think that's phenomenal. But then I watch like the great ball machines and that kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's my jam. Yeah, <laughs> I could do that. I could see myself getting into that. And I'm looking there at my old Mindstorm sets and I'm like. Yep. yep. In addition to the, yeah. to the great ball sets coming up. Yeah. Or like when we watched like when uh, Lego Masters was on. Yeah. Like everyone, I watched it and I thought, how great is this? It's like true family TV. Oh, it's great. You're yeah. watching it with everyone. It was just brilliant. You know, watching all the different characters in the crate. And like I'm watching all the ones where they're creating things. So I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like just wow. Like how did they even think of that? That's yep. phenomenal. Or, or to recreate and reuse that part like that, that's crazy. But then I'm watching the bridge one and I'm like, no, don't do that. <laughs> no, do it like this. <laughs> don't stop. I'm like, oh, well, he's going to do well. Yeah, you know? yeah. And um, yeah, so I think I think Lego just means so much for so many different people. Yeah. And I think especially like Brickvention, you know, I didn't have too much time to walk around this year because you're super busy. But, um, you know, you watch the people like the, the trains and how they oh, do all yeah. that and then you watch the people with the mocks and the great ball machines and everything in between and it's a, a lego is a it's a universal language and for many people it's spoken different ways yeah that's it you're not just conformed to the box you know you get to think outside the box yeah 
Yeah, no, I love Lego. It's good. <laughs> Bit expensive, but <laughs> yeah, but it's a it's a lifetime purchase. Well, that's it exactly. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. Like I've still got my castle set. Oh, really? Yeah, I've still got my castle set. I wish I still had some of my sets. My parents are like, nah, we sold it. We chucked it. I'm like, thanks, mum. Thanks, dad. Oh, uh, my my parents let my nephews play with it. I've rescued what I could have still in my place. I think it's mostly all there. Yeah. And I will go through it and build it. But, you know, like your, your Lego, how many things do you buy these days actually lasts? See, um, I'll build and then people will get it for me for Christmas. And if I'm a bit like, nah, like I'll build it and I'll be like, yeah, okay, sweet. Thanks for that. And then I'll, then it goes into the pile that is, that is my, my wall of um so for Shelves. those of you listening, I'm currently looking at this wall. It is very impressive. <laughs> and there's some toolbox companies who are very grateful yes. for Greg's love of Lego. Yes. It's um it's brilliant. I might have to steal one or two on my way out. <laughs> yes, well I'll steal your bracket. <laughs> um You're a car guy, obviously. Oh, look, I, I am a car guy. Um, unfortunately, my uh, budget doesn't allow me to be as much of a car guy as I'd like to be. Yep. Um, but definitely appreciate like Formula One and following all the development and technical work that goes on in those cars and everything else, which I think as a sport, they don't tell that story well. Yep. But lots of really innovative, you know, pushing the edge kind of tech gets created there. And I find it really exciting. Uh, so what inspired you to start up Brick Bracket? I hadn't touched Lego for a long time. And a friend of mine got the Porsche GT3 set. Yep. And uh, yeah, the the orange Porsche. And yep. I, I went over to his place and saw it. And like the, the flappy paddle gearbox. It had all these gears underneath and looking how it all worked. And I knew right then I just needed it. And I said to my wife, I said, I, I really need that Lego yeah. set. Right? Like, like this, I need a Porsche. No, I don't want. <laughs> I, I, I need that Lego set. And she turned around to me with a straight face and was like, where are you going to put it? I thought, brilliant. She didn't say no, (laughs) (laughs) which was the response I was expecting. And um, so I went home and uh, I sat down. I'm like, I'm I'm just going to put it on the wall. I'm just going to put it on the office. I'm going to put it on the wall. And I'm like, oh, surely there's someone I can buy a bracket off. I looked online and there wasn't anything. So then eight days of asking that question, I was sitting there with a bracket in my hand to hang that Lego set on the wall so I could go out and buy the Lego set. What's your background? Like, because, okay, I'm, I'm assuming 3D printing was involved in this or did you just get out and just carve it out of wood? No, no, look, I, I have an industrial 3D printer. Yeah. And it's not to be confused with a lot of the hobbyist machines you see around. So you didn't um, get it from Aldi? <laughs> I, did, I didn't get it from Aldi, unfortunately. Although, <laughs> great place to start if you want to get into it. If anyone's keen, great little machine. Yeah. But, um... No, so my background is really diverse. It's been a bit weird. I um, I started off going to uni doing commerce law. Absolutely nothing to do with this. Oh, okay. Uh, quit that to go become a pilot. Oh, wow. Became a pilot and then realized I didn't want to do that for a job. And then you're like, okay, I'm $150,000 in on becoming a pilot, deciding you don't want to work for an airline. How do I turn this into a job? Yep. And ended up working for a company called Tektronics. And things went on from there. And then I went into the lifting industry for a while. Oh, and then from there, went to work for another company. Did a lot of engineering. We did all sorts of things from um, like a roller coaster wheels. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Through to if anyone knows Victoria Painesville, the Raymond Island Ferry. I'll Sweet. pretend I do and go. Yes, yeah, I love that. Yeah, ferry. well, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a chain-driven ferry. It's one of my pet projects. I've absolutely loved working on it. So we did drive mechanism that going back and forth. Yeah. So through all this, I've done a lot of engineering work. But my engineering work, I have to then send off and get it signed off. Yep. by a consulting engineer. So we'd done everything from 
gas plants, mining places, lifting beams, all sorts of things. So you've got the technical. Yeah, but at the same time as well, I've kind of been lucky that I haven't had the training. Yeah. So you haven't got the hex debt? (laughs) Well, I've got the aviation debt. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but, um, but what it means is that I come at it often from a very different approach. You know, I don't come from that classical approach a lot of people do. And I come from a very solutions-based approach. And, um, yeah, so far it's worked out really well for me. It's one of those things, like, because I'm an audio engineer, but I'm not a musician. Right. But I get, you know, people are like, oh, no, you're breaking the rules by doing this. But because I don't know the rules, I can break them and still get the same result, but sometimes even better. Do you know what I mean? Because you're not pigeonholed into that it's way of so thinking. easy to break the box if you yeah. didn't know there was a box yeah that's it exactly yeah like you can think of something that's innovative and outside that box every day of the week because you haven't been told about it yeah and um a lot of what i've done i've been very lucky that that's kind of made my approach sweet so let me get this straight brickvention was your first actual lego convention brickvention was the first full stop so brick bracket really didn't exist before then so Brick Bracket, I probably made, I was trying to think about this the other day, about 14 months before the show was the first Brick Bracket. Yeah. And I've actually brought it here today. It's, oh, sweet. It's very different to... Oh, uh, so that's the first one. This is the I'll first one. Now, for people who are, <laughs> obviously, you're listening, yep. it's nowhere near as refined. It's quite rough. Yeah. And uh, as a product, it, it worked, but not as well as where we are now. Yeah. And from there to Brickvention was 14 months and I made some for friends and I made some for friends of friends and one for a random guy in Sweden. Oh, okay. But I honestly didn't think that people would want it. So my friends pressured me and they're like, look, this Brickvention, we've gone for a few years. You need to go. You need to have a stand. You need to see what people's reactions are. And great group of friends. They all got behind me and it kind of got put off and put off and put off until about literally eight days before the show and we were running around everywhere we were trying to find someone who could print our little postcards that we did at the show yep. get that done in time and you don't think but there's a decent lead time on that from a lot of printers um how are you going to make a wall to hang this on in a show you know so we're running <laughs> around bunnings and we're like uh, let's let's grab some doors yeah and we'll make a wall you know and you just your website, logos, social media, everything else. So we hustled in about eight days, pulled the whole thing together, including uniforms, rocked up to the show. And the night before the show, I, I kid you not, I am sitting there going, I'm going to sell one to my friends <laughs> and no more. Yep. Like this, this doubt is overcoming. I'm going to sell one to my friends and no more. And thankfully, it was the opposite. We were selling units before the show was open. I remember walking up to you and... I was just having a chat with you for like, oh, not even five minutes. And I at least saw three people come over and go, what's this? Yeah. And and I mean, we only had four products at the time of the show. So we really didn't have a lot. Um, it's just what my friends had. And that, that, that was all that we had. Um, so, you know, the response was great. I mean, we've got a long way to go still. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, it was, that was the start. That was day one of Brick Bracket, really. I guess it's one of those things too, because every model is so different trying to be able to create a bracket like you're not going to go out and buy every set you could say to your your wife you're like honey i honey i need to yes this is this is for brick bracket tax deductible exactly i i just i need to get that new lego set yes yes that new star wars ship the (laughs) 1.1 meter i need that in my life this is not a want i could imagine that one hanging up on a wall like i was actually saying this to my wife yesterday i'm like i'm not a 
I'm a Star Wars fan, but I'm not a Lego Star Wars fan, just because I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> yep. But I could actually see all the Star Destroyers up on the wall. That'd be, you know... Oh, how just... cool would it be if someone like recreated like a, a scene from Star Wars where you got all the ships on different sides and yep. you know just lining up pre-battle? I, it'd be great. Yeah, I, I'd love to get my hands on it. And as I said, look, we're not limited in any way. Like we really want to hang all Lego. Yeah, you know, in in many ways, like one of the things I really appreciate about Lego and having done product design before is you look at it and you go, wow. Yeah. And you start to think all the hours that have been involved and the energy and everything else. And you're like, once that Lego set's finished, what are you going to do with it? That's it, exactly. And we heard from so many people. It's like, oh, I finished the Bugatti. <laughs> and then I put it on the table for a while. And then it annoyed my better half. It's now back in the Bugatti box. It fits perfectly back in the Bugatti box. And it's no. under my bed. And you're like... No, yeah. <laughs> free the brick. Yeah, free the brick. <laughs> free the brick. So, yeah, well, you know, the brick bracket as well. Like, it's about getting that more value out of your set. Yeah. You know, and also it's about bringing it into environments that, you know, previously maybe wouldn't have been accepted. You know, things like the Porsche GT3, you know, the Bugatti. Like, they're the ones looked at already. You look at them on the wall and you're like... That's that's quite sculptural. Yeah, it's very artistic. Yeah, it is. So, you know, all of a sudden, if it's off a shelf and hanging on a wall like that, does this change where we can put it? Yeah, well, that's you know, it. Is it now good for a, a waiting room or something like that? Well, yeah, like people see see it on a shelf and they're like, oh, you nerd. But you see it on the wall, it's like, that is beautiful. I really love that. Yeah, it's really, <laughs> it's really cool. Yes. 100% craggle-free. 100% craggle-free. I actually had a squeeze at my um, Star Destroyer there, which was another bulk lot. And hanging that, like, because I, I dare say, like, you know, especially if you ever get your hands on it, to hang that, there are so many loose bits because the top compartments all come off. So I think people will have to mock some things. Not at all. No. I, I think there's different ways. So you I've reckon? been looking at, like, the, the tumbler. Yes. Yeah, that one's notorious. If you look at it and a piece will fall off. Oh, really? Set. Yeah. And what we're finding is that, like, some of these sets have different angles. Yep. And, you know, okay, all the ones you've seen so far, they're flat against the wall. Yep. But they not be, may not be the way forward. Some sets are going to really benefit yeah. from an angle and that kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah, you know, a, a little secret insight for everyone who's listening. We're currently doing one for the Mini, the Beetle, and the Combi. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. Right? And we're looking at, with those, they're the same. Like, the roof of the Beetle comes off. The Combi roof comes off. You know, so we've had to approach it from a different way. And that's that's where I'm, I get really excited about these kind of challenges when we're looking at all these different sets. And I'm saying, so this isn't limited to just cars. This yeah. is bracket number one, right? And from there, we're just going to keep going. And we actually need input. So if you're listening to this and there's a Lego set you love, I don't care how old it is. I don't, it doesn't have to be a current one or anything like that. Please get in touch with me on the website. Fill out the form. Let me know what you're after. And uh, I'd love to make a break away. Yeah. Nice. And that's it. Moving forward, you know, you've got to be adaptable. And yeah. now I could see, as I said, a lot of sets, even Voltron. Like that's one I think a lot of people would be like, yeah, hang that thing up. Yeah. Well, one of the biggest challenges with things like Voltron, though, and those kind of sets is we really want to make it about the Lego. Yeah. So if you see the brackets we've got already, you cannot see the bracket. Yeah, you don't want to see the bracket on that. This yeah. is not about a bracket. Yeah. Right? This is about a Lego set. Yeah. So it's when you look at sets like that and you're like, where can I hang him that you're not going to see? See the thing under his crutch. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
hold him by the jewels. Uh, <laughs> um, assemble. <laughs> assemble. <laughs> but um, it's definitely not limited to cars. Yeah. I mean, Brick Break's just where it started. And, and yeah, they all really are unique to each set. And then also, I guess, coming from that background of having made, like, lifting beams for cranes and that kind of thing, the process for a bracket I follow is the same. So it's the same thing all the way through to making sure we've got high enough safety factors on the set so you're not going to find your Lego on the floor. (laughs) I've been through that one. Yeah, and and making sure that things are load tested as well. So when we design and make a bracket, I then go to Jig at Home where we then put on twice the working load limit or twice the weight of the set on it. And we'll leave it over a period of time. And I'll even attack it with a heat gun as well Uh, to make sure that. that like on a hot day... This kind of thing, is there going to be creep or movement that's going to cause the set to fall, you know? And there was a lot of work around choosing the right plastics and that kind of thing. You know, what we make it out of now isn't the easiest material to make it out of. So what are they made of? We make it out of an ABS, but it's oh, okay. actually an ABS alloy. Oh. Okay. So it's a, it's an ABS that has some polycarbonate in it as well, yep. uh, which is commonly used for things like bulletproof glass. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> but the problem is, like, with making it, um, you need a heated chamber printer, um, which, again, like we're now talking like the cost of a medium-sized car kind of unit. Yeah. Um, you know, lucky enough we have these facilities. Um, but uh, it does does provide additional challenges when it comes to manufacturing the unit. I was about to say. Mm. Is that thing just going constantly at the moment? Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> and I don't have the biggest place. So it's in my office. Yeah. And when it's running, I don't, I don't go in there, right? So I just let the machine run because it gets quite warm. I was about to say, it's a little sauna. Yep. Yeah. And uh, when our place is quiet at night, you can hear it going. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife's been very patient, but... Uh, yeah. It's just ambiance, honey. It's ambiance. <laughs> exactly. It's, it'd be white noise. Yeah, it's like whales. It. Well, that's it. It's, <laughs> yeah. Say, it's, instead of the tram dinging by or the plane going overhead, yeah, it's, just it's a, the printer. It's exactly. money. It's printing money, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> no. No, look. Yeah. At the moment, it's printing hobby. Yeah. You know, this is helping it. covering some Lego sets. And yeah, honestly, early stages on anything like this, I think you end up pouring a lot more in it than you make. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To get everything sorted and get everything running. But um, it's a lot of fun. Otherwise, you wouldn't do it. Well, that's it. Exactly. And it's good you're doing something you love. Yeah, that's it. What set would you love to just get your hands on to be able to just hang it on a wall? I need to get my hands on the Millennium Falcon. The UCS one? Yes. (laughs) I'm sure someone out there will. (laughs) No, no, I I need to buy that one. I I need to buy that one. (laughs) I love that. I need to buy that one. It's mine. Um, I was going to say, because that was another one I was thinking of that would be brilliant on the wall, is the Falcon. Especially if you could mock up even the blue light trail, the hyperspace trail, just get a whole bunch of trans blue and just... I don't know if you've seen it. If you type up Millennium Falcon, you see a smock and you'll see this guy that's done his Millennium Falcon. He's basically going into hyperspace and you can see the blue trail of you oh, know, the hyperspace trail. And yeah, right. Yeah, have that going from your Millennium Falcon while it's hanging on the wall. Yeah, I, just, I can see so many possibilities. The scope is absolutely unlimited. And um, yeah, I, I'd love to do it. It's one that we kept getting approached for. Yep. Um, and people kept up seeing us and like, the amount of times I heard from partners, you know, oh, he's got the Millennium Falcon or she's got the Millennium Falcon and I currently don't have a dining table. Yeah. So it's such an awesome, amazing set and it's clearly a challenge. You know, there is a company I found that make like a coffee table for it. Yes. Yeah, so it's like some, a yeah. $3,000 US coffee table. The massive, yeah. massive bit of kit. And cool. 
Really yeah. cool. But um, I think it'd be awesome if we get that on the wall, but it's one we're just going to do right. And I really look forward to trying oh, to yeah. tackle it. And, uh, yeah, I'd love to see how you do that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we've got some ideas already. There's yeah. already some stuff sketched up. And because uh, it was, I tell you what, if I didn't get at least 50 requests for it by the Brickvention, it'd have been like, no. Nah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, when you consider we didn't have anything like it on display. And 50 people came forward. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, do you have a bracket for the Millennium Falcon? It's currently taking up my entire dining table. You know? <laughs> you- there will be a lot of happy wives with that one too. Or yeah, like partners, I- anyone. Yeah, I think we're going to sell more brackets to wives than, than actual like husband Lego builders. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was amazing watching them come forward and the wife's like, honey, come look at this. Yeah. Honey, look at this. Yeah. Look at these brackets. Because yeah. it gets the shelving back. As you can see by my shelves, <laughs> my wife's like, my books, what are they? Where are they? It's like, well, they're in the cupboard somewhere. And my Legos on display. Priorities. That, yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> they do suffer a lot, our partners. Um, have you been getting a lot of like, oh, no, I don't see that working or anything like that? Or ever, all the affles that you've talked to have been like, no, this is the best thing. You know, what? there's been a lot of people going like, wow, I, I haven't seen anything like that before. Yep. Um. And there has been some people like, oh, questions around that kind of stuff. And it's been more about learning what the stories we need to tell about the product rather than being like absolute showstoppers, if that makes sense. Yeah. There's a lot that goes into designing and making one of these. And we don't do a good enough story yet on our website telling that. And that's something that I really need to improve. You know, we have... I have some really int- cool videos where we do uh, simulated load testing in the oh, okay. computer system. It, you guys hang it. <laughs> yeah, well, I actually got, I do have a video of like oranges hanging off a bracket. Oh, nice, nice. Because I'm like, how can I display this weight to people and not be like it's a hollowed out weight? I'm like, <laughs> bags of oranges. <laughs> but um, no, it's, a, it's the same software that some uh, Formula One teams use oh, okay. and some V8 supercar teams use yep. where they do simulated load testing of items before they put it in the car that's not going to fatigue and fail. It also gives us the ability to do things like um, continual load. Yeah. So something might be fine and hang on the wall for a day, yeah. a week, two weeks. But in six months, when the temperature goes up to 40 degrees and we're having a heat wave, you might find that sometimes it can creep and cause things to fall. So what we can do online is on the computer system is we can actually test for a lot of these things. Oh, okay. And then when the first unit comes out, we then do physical testing because there's yep. nothing like doing it in real life. Well, that's it exactly. Yeah. And then that way we can supply these items with confidence because I made it for me first and I don't want my Lego on the floor. Yeah, no, that's it exactly. <laughs> so it's exactly the same thing for everybody else. Yep. Yeah. Main reason you don't want it on the floor because you don't want to tread on it. And then... <laughs> Um, yeah, go step on a Lego. So, well, I was going to ask you if you have a Lego room, but I'm assuming it's a it's a 3D printer room at the moment. We have a small place. And yeah. so I've got my office slash spare bedroom slash 3D printing slash digital manufacturing room. Um, slash where, gym. <laughs> well, unfortunately, my in-laws came the other weekend and uh, they were in the lounge room. Because uh, <laughs> we've just been trying so hard to get things going and yeah. get things made. Yeah. Have you found any hurdles? Like, like what's been some of your bigger hurdles? I did this? not anticipate one the amount of hurdles or two the type of hurdles. Yep. Um, we've had all sorts of problems from suppliers of raw material running out of stock and not being able to resupply because of the coronavirus. Oh, okay. So a lot of the top plastics are do come out of China. 
Oh, wow. The raw materials. So we haven't been able to get our hands on material because shipping's been halted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you try a different material and that may not work in the machine. And then all of a sudden you've broke a component. Yeah. Now you have to get that component in. That's a three-week lead. So, you know, all the timelines you're thinking of all of a sudden go out. Yeah. So 24 hours, seven days a week since Brickvention, we have been working towards making brackets. Yeah. Which is from the recording time of this was three weeks? Coming up to three weeks. Yeah. So there's been no stop just trying to get things together. And we even had issues like we're going to do some sticker labeling and that kind of stuff. Well, that's been ordered. And Toll had some freight issues. Yeah, I remember that. Now it's been lost in that. Oh. So you get just as these continual hurdles keep popping up. But the thing is, we actually really love what we're doing here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like this isn't something we did because we're like, oh, hey, you know, let's let's do this. You know, we can... We can make Lego sets for free. We're like, no, this was a problem we had that we wanted to fix, that we're passionate about. So it kind of makes it easy to overcome these hurdles. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, yeah, there's been a lack of sleep in my household for sure. <laughs> at least it's getting your problem-solving skills up. Yeah. yeah. And look, and but also, you know, we were able to get some product, but we had to ship it through some different countries to make it happen. And now we hold a much larger stock. So, coronavirus 2.0... <laughs> where we all turn into zombies. <laughs> where we all turn into zombies. Um, you know, we're, we're getting ready for that next time. So, these aren't just hurdles now, but they're also lessons learned. Yeah, that's it, exactly. That's, yeah. yeah, lessons learned. Lessons learned. So, that next time it doesn't happen. Yeah. Because, personally, if I bought a bracket, I'm probably very keen for it. I want it on my wall in 48 hours. Yeah. And that's what we need to work towards. Yeah. But I guess people have obviously been sort of a bit, how do you say, lenient because you are new or have they been like, no, we want it yesterday. We have been so lucky that the people who have purchased brackets have been the kind of been super understanding. And um, yeah, look, we'll we'll forever be in their favor. Like it's just been absolutely great. Oh, that's good. And uh, yeah, feel very lucky. We've got a lot of work to do. Yeah. And um, you know, we want to do our best by making sure that what they get is top quality product. Well, that's it. And that's what we want to hang our hat on. Yeah. Like better it. to take a little bit of extra time yeah. and, you know, not have it sent back to you with pictures of my Lego set on the ground. Exactly. Have you ever thought of like partnering up with someone that does wall decals of like roads and bushes uh, and stuff? I tell you what, this what's been really amazing is like as soon as you start suggesting doing something differently, everyone's out and they're like, oh, you, you can make a road, you know, yeah. like you, you can have a road running up the wall. You have like a little pit box and each car lined up behind it. Or one guy came up to me and he's like, I'm going to put my Defender on the wall and then I'm going to put the winch cable to the ceiling. <laughs> so it looks like it's hanging off the winch cable. Nice. And um, I'm actually super excited to see where people take it. I dare say there are going to be some people who do wall decals and that kind of thing. We um we worked with a great company, uh, Culture Creative. Yep. And they did a lot of vinyl work and like a little logo and stuff. And um, I have had a little bit of chat to her about making a road for, um, to put it up, but I'm not sure if my wife will approve. So, <laughs> but I, I think it's an awesome idea, and I'm really excited to see where people take it. Um, you know, we 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 put lights in one of the sets. Yep. And we lit that up on the wall and that as well, that was phenomenal. Like it just looks so good, but once it's on the wall in a dark enough room, like the light then stretched to the ceiling, the light stretched to the floor and it yep. kind of gave it enough room to, to change it. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Like it's amazing how different it is from being like on a desk 
where like the light then hits something, light hits something, and you're not looking down. Yeah, you're looking. Yeah, so you don't see as how far it goes. But as soon as you put it on the wall and it's got like a white canvas to shine upon, it's just like reaching up to the ceiling yeah. and down to the floor. And it was just great. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Is this your main gig at the moment or are you like, <laughs> you're still working and then doing this? Yeah, so I've been doing a lot of consultancy. At the moment, oh yeah, I put off some work yep. to make this happen and... Um, you know, I don't regret it yet. And uh, I have a wife that's very patient. Yes. Um, and look, we'll just keep pushing ahead with it and see where it goes. Yeah. Oh, sweet. I'm having a squeeze at the bracket now. <laughs> the first thing I notice is there's a uh, level on there. <laughs> is that for people like me that <laughs> just have a terrible, terrible eye for <laughs> no, wonky that, cars? That level's there because the first time I put up the prototype bracket and I hung the car up on the wall, I didn't realize the, it was on an angle. Yep. It was a slight angle, but by the time you put the length of the car on the wall, oh, it showed. Yep. And I put mine up on the wall with command strips. Yep. Because, don't tell my wife, I plan on getting some more Lego. Yep. Um, which means the grid on the wall is going to have to be reshuffled. Yes. Right? And, um, but I didn't have to buy more command strips, so I put up with for about a month, and then I'm like, no, nah, this is going to change. <laughs> and then I went to rehang it, and as I'm trying to rehang it with the first prototype bracket, I'm balancing a level on the top, got the command strips there, you know, standing on one foot for some stupid reason. I don't know. But yeah. I'm, I'm having all this trouble trying to level this thing off. So I scrapped that bracket, yep. <laughs> went back, we designed another one, we put a level in it. Yeah. Now that's a cool little, it is a good idea, like, because I said, I am, <laughs> I wish half of my shelves came with a bevel because I am the worst. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, that looks straight. And then I'll it up and i'll nail it in or you know screw it in blah 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 hopefully to a stud you're like oh yeah no that's uh it's definitely not level <laughs> i don't know if anyone saw us at brickvention but if you saw the vinyl writing on the wall it was exactly the same thing like all the writing that i'd stuck up on that wall it all went up on an angle like yeah. I, i'm absolutely shocking at it so yeah that levels in there from uh from learnt reasons it's um it's a pretty sturdy bit of kit well, it's made from the same family of plastic as Lego. Yeah. So, so don't you don't want to stand on it. <laughs> I see you've got the logo in there. That's pretty cute. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make sure you remember where you got it from. Yeah, that's it exactly. So, like, let's say if I had the Bucati and then I wanted to use one of the different cars on it. Are they, are most of the Technic cars sort of the same dimensions or are you like no every single one of these has to be done for a specific sure we're learning a lot as we go along and yep. with all the sets we've done so far is there they are all quite different yeah and we want to make sure these are these are a really good fit yeah so you know it you can knock a car when it's on a bracket yeah okay and it's not going to come off no oh, that's right? most yep, of the good. time right yeah so it's a really steady fit but at the same time as well like i got little nephews so i made mine so i could take them off they could have a play with it while i'm watching them very carefully yeah yep and then at the same time put it back up on the wall so to be able to achieve that it's got to be a really good fit yeah and to be able to achieve that really good fit they've all got to be unique to the set to the actual set yeah, yeah i was gonna say like so i'm looking at my batmobile and i'm like yeah no no this one's a bit too uh bit too wide for the old Batmobile. Um, and even saying that, just even the undercarriage itself, I don't even think that you're going to have good fun sorting that one out. <laughs> as sick as it sounds, I actually really will have good fun sorting that one out. Yep. It's, uh, yeah, love a good challenge. In development, how many sets did you drop? 
or did you? Or, and well, I guess because of your load testing and everything like that, you probably didn't. But was there ever a point where you put it up and then you put your your Porsche up and you're like, oh, just you hope I did this right. There was a lot of fear, but in terms of drop sets, we had one drop. Ooh, and it was from. I was in a rush to get up on the wall. Yep. And uh, I didn't read the instructions <laughs> on the 3M strips. And yep. the 3M strips say, clean the wall, clean the item you're putting it on. Yep. And uh, I just backed it on, backed it on, put it up on the wall, went, oh, it looks sturdy, put the car up. That's great. Yeah. Because I knew the bracket, like we'd simulated load testing. Yeah. The first bracket held 35 kilos before it yielded. Yep. Wow. Right, and we're talking about a two kilo Lego set. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be fine. Yeah. This isn't going anywhere. Yeah. You know, it's totally only fine. And I didn't even have my Lego set at this time, so I stole my friend's Lego. I didn't know that. Thankfully, I could jump online, get the instruction manual, and rebuild say, it. Yeah. But um, so he doesn't know until now. Hi, Steve. I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but we rebuilt it. It was fine, and uh, from there started reading instructions yeah. for the three M strips. Yes. Well, it landed on a pillow, so... Yeah, Steve, yeah. it definitely landed on a pillow. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing worse than seeing your set drop. But the thing is, it's Lego, you can rebuild it, and it's tough as nails, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's exactly right. And if people wanted to get in contact with you, what are your socials? Yeah, sure. So you can reach us on Facebook and Instagram. It's uh, Brick Bracket is yep. the tag. Yep. Um, or you can jump on our website. It's brickbracket.co. Yep. And uh, you can email me directly. It's hello at brickbracket.co. Um, and on the website as well, as I said, like we have a request page um, for any Lego set. So we're even working on one for mocks and that kind of thing as well because we had some requests from people like, hey, i got this mock. I want to hang it on the wall. So we are trying to work on some universal things and how that may work. I don't know how far away that is. So yep. please do not hold your breath for them. But <laughs> I want it tomorrow. <laughs> all these things and work and there really is no limit to what we're doing either. Yep. So we're not limited to like a production run of 100 or 1,000 or 10,000 units. Yep. And what that means is is that we can make them for every set. Yep. Nice. So if you have an old Lego set that you love, that you cherish, that you keep, and you're like, oh, I need to free that brick. <laughs> like, yeah. I need to get it out of its box. There's no point being there. Let's get it up on the wall. Let's free the brick. Then please let me know about it. I'd love to see it. We worked on one really early on. A friend of mine had like this old red sports car set. And I think it's meant to be a Ferrari. Yeah. It's not a it's not a Ferrari licensed product, but I think it's meant to be like a Ferrari. Yep. And we did a bracket for him and he was ecstatic. And yeah, I'd love love to help anyone out. If they've got a set that they want to hang, doesn't have to be a current one. It can be 20 years old, 30 years old, 40 years old. Let me know about it. If it can be hung, we'll do it. That's it. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you very much. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting. Hey, thanks, Greg. I really appreciate it. Ta. Thanks for listening to For the Love of Brick. We have plenty of great interviews coming up, so if you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast fix. And don't forget to tell your friends. If you want to drop me a line or see what I'm up to, follow me on Facebook, Insta, and Twitter. Happy building, and remember, it's all for the love of brick.